21 lessons from the 21st century highlights today's most pressing political, cultural and economic challenges created by technology while helping us prepare for an uncertain future. How do you prepare your children for the year 2015 or even the year 2100? It's a great question, especially because nowadays no one knows what the world will even look like then. Historically, human could make at least decent assumptions about where the world was headed. But in today's fast-paced, technology-fueled civilization, forget it. However, that does not mean it's not worth giving our best to prepare for an uncertain future. In 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, Yuval Noah Harari helps us to do just that. After his previous bestsellers, Sapiens, which explored the, explored the human past, and Homo Duos, which focused on our distant future, his latest book is about our biggest challenges in the here and now and how we can deal with them. So here are three from his 21 Lessons to help us and future generations thrive in the 21st century. Number one, whoever owns the data wins, which is why everyone struggles for it. Number two, we don't know, we just think we do and that's a problem. And number three, education must show us how to navigate information, not give us more of it. So data has become the most valuable asset, which is why technology disrupts all our systems. Different ideologies have always shaped how humans see and steer the world. Whichever one grabs the most people tends to determine our history for decades. In the 20th century, fascism, communism and liberalism fought for that privilege. Liberalism ended up being the clear winner. Depending on which ideology dominates, different assets grow in the value. How whatever is most valuable is the thing politicians and nations will fight for thus deciding what future the world progresses towards. So far in the 21st century, technology seems to have all the competitors beat. It's the thing we most believe in. With technology being a prime ideology, data becomes the most valuable assets. We believe we have a lot of knowledge, but we don't and that's dangerous. I rarely talk about politics with my family, but when we do, we like to joke about the genius of certain policymakers. In Germany, it's common for the Minister of Economics to suddenly become the Minister of Health. Highly specialized offices are swapped like Christmas presents, which makes no sense. How could someone be an expert in both medicine and military defense? Basically, we think we know a lot more than our ancestors when actually we know less in many regards. School needs to start teaching us how to think and not what to think. Neil deGrasse Tyson once gave a great speech on the values of knowing how to think versus just knowing what to think. Sadly, our schools only teach us the latter. Even higher education still very much centers around cramming as many factors into your head as you can, only to spit them out once on a piece of paper, then forget them again. That's a problem. A basic understanding of history, biology, math and other subjects is important, no doubt. But beyond that, it's more important that we learn how to navigate the modern sea of information, how to filter out the important and how to determine what's downright false than just remembering more facts.